I'm Preeti Chibber. And I'm Jen Northington. And this is Tar Valen or Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. He just wished he could have talked a little while longer about home. A little Aww. while longer with them seeing only Randolph or... Poor oh, sweet baby. Poor Rand. Still team Rand. Still, still team going, Rand. Still going hard on team Rand in this section. Yeah. Um... Okay, we are rereading the books in honor of the TV show's adaptations release, if I can say words today. Yeah. Talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments and digging into all things Wheel of Time. And today we are talking about Lord of Chaos, chapters 8 through 12. I'm a little hoarse again. I like had a cold last time and then it somehow re came back and maybe I don't who knows what's going on with me I'm just falling apart it's everything's fine. falling apart it's fine if you hear some <laughs> coughing in the background it's just me don't worry about it uh okay wait but we need before we get into these not that great chapters side note um <laughs> can we talk about how I was totally wrong about the binding yes. things being that um so our discord patron folks were kind enough to be like nope you're wrong uh and but like in a nice way <laughs> oh the nicest way the nicest way but I'm super wrong <laughs> but the the thing I'm pissed off about quite frankly is that they're talking about the oath rod it's like it has become clear that they're talking that the forsaken are talking about the oath rod as like a criminal's binding method but like they're all being so fucking shady about they're like do you know about the other do you know you don't know how do you know about the binding? i don't know how do you fucking knows about the other <laughs> like everybody knows everybody in this time knows and and we literally learned that one of the forsaken is in the fucking tower and and all of them are interacting with the world like how do they how what what is I, going on like, i genuinely this book is like a lesson in how to use five thousand words to say what you could <laughs> say in 27 and so it's it feels like you know sort of like making issues for issues sake yeah a little bit. i guess so like we know that they're bad at communicating with each other we know they're not actually really sharing information well yeah but this is like any idiot in the whole world of this series knows i mean about the notes in the margins for so much of this book i feel like has been like why do you think this right why do you who is otherwise could have been a rational right. character right why did you decide to go down this route where I'm questioning your ability to understand anything? And it's because that's what Robert Jordan wants them to do. Uh, and like, I just want to be like, buddy. <laughs> this is a this is something man, else. So this is a rough, a rough couple chapters we're about to dig into. Chapters. Yeah. I, so anyway, I'm I'm not annoyed that I'm wrong. It's fine that I'm wrong. I hate. I hate how I the way in which I am wrong because it just it's like you were saying they're so cartoony like it's ridiculous that they don't know this thing already and that they're like being so weird about whether or not the other person knows it like it's common knowledge what's so funny is that we're gonna get to a a beat in this section where I was like oh right the forsaken are scary right like there's this yes I know I know exactly what you're talking about that happens where I was like oh that's really scary and that's I feel the fear and I feel the tension in a really wonderful way that you made me forget because of how cartoonish and absurd they are. 
Well, and again, it's like when he's good, he's really, really good. And right. When he's not good, he's really, really when bad. When he was bad, he yes, was exactly. horrid. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. All right. So chapters eight through twelve. We're right. in Nynaeve's okay. head, which I immediately was like, God, why? Can I say um, the sentence Nynaeve woke the next morning at first light feeling grumpy? I was like, oh, gasp. Shocker. No. Wait, like there was like a, a, a I feel like we had a twinge of hope about her characterization in a previous section. <laughs> it's gone. That hope is I just, gone. Okay, I do. I kind of I mean, disagree. It's not as bad, but it's not. It did not do what I wanted. That's in terms of like the rest of the section, I actually quite liked the way he used Nynaeve in some of this as like the witness okay. to what's going on because sure. it felt a little more interesting to me than just like info dumping. Yeah, yeah, which That's happens fair. a little later. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we find Her characterization out... is still pretty shaky. Yes, they're especially towards like kind of yes. the end there. Yeah, but in this early in in chapter eight, I I actually liked how he allowed her to be fallible mm. without making her annoying i guess yeah to an extent but so okay we find out what she was doing right in the in the dream which was just sort of like like what she thought she was gonna end right. up doing she's wandering right? like, around trying to find leanne and not being able to mm-hmm. and so she finds everything out after the fact we get a little bit more of like yeah, the eyes to die are really annoying because mm. they think they know everything. Right, right. Like, how did these women become as powerful as they are? Right. Yeah, again, cartoonish. Right, they don't seem to understand the most important thing that you need to understand, which is right. know what you don't know. Right, nope. They know everything all the time forever. Oh my God, it's so annoying. I did like this beat about Elaine. So like Elaine is there yes. and- they're sort of commiserating over the eyes to die, like no, thinking they know everything. And you know, Nynaeve is like, "How did you get caught in the night in the nightmare?" And Elaine sort of like pushes it off a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Nynaeve's like, "I wish you would just acknowledge how brave she is." And I was yeah. like, "No, oh, that's cute." Yeah, that that beat I was okay with. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's another beat later about that thing that I was not in love with. Oh, I, oh I'm sure we'll get to. It. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So they were talking. They maybe she saw Rand. Maybe Nynaeve saw Rand. They're worried about him. Well, that was kind of surprising to me to find out because I guess it would be too repetitive of a beat to show it on the page of her thinking that she saw Rand and Teleran Riod. Right. Considering how the like last book. I honestly ended. don't know what this is here for, aside from to give them a chance to talk about Rand, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I think it's this sort of same thing of like is he the the anxiety upping around his choices right like right. is he coming back into the dream world in the flesh like right. it's the only way she could see him ending up in the dream world because right. of all his war there's a lot of focus on wards oh in my this god section so much. like so, so much. much more than usual yeah um maybe that's it just leaning in on the those two pronged like the wards are important and the right. him making these choices and then yeah the elaine the Elaine Rand stuff, which is, I did kind of like the, like, I worry about him all the time. Do you think he's even thinking about me a little <laughs> bit? I was like, yes. Relatable. Consider that question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Uh, so, yeah. So then Elaine sort of gives Nynaeve the whole spiel about what they learned, what they didn't learn, you know, aside from the nightmare. Um, but then Elaine has to go because she is teaching novices. Mm-hmm. 
So Nynaeve goes looking for Mogedian. Well, they have like a beat, right? About, oh, right. No, that's later. Never mind. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. All right. So they go. Yeah. So Nynaeve goes looking for Mogedian, who's in charge of washing. Um, and she is told that she cannot have her because she's too busy washing clothes. And I don't know. Mogedian's not happy about it. Nynaeve's not happy about it. But there's nothing they can do. That's like three. Yeah, it's worth sort of text. This is literally like when I say it's 5,000 words being used when he could use 27. It's like yeah. that. This is the entire section here. Yeah. And likely more of what we're going to get in this book where it's like you don't. It could have been two sentences. Yeah. I didn't need all of that. We know who Mogedian is. Right. We know she hates this. Right. We know like Nynaeve is both like glad she's hating it and still afraid. Of it. Like we mm-hmm. know this. I know. I know. Uh, so then Nynaeve like gets a mug of tea and is like wandering around. We got a shit ton of description of Saladar, which we've already gotten. Like, I don't really know. I feel like the bits that why. I care about here are like when she's thinking about Lan, because we still don't know where Lan is. Like yeah. we have we have yeah. no idea. And I actually really like this is a characterization beat I appreciated where she's thinking about like the guilt she feels over the joy I, she felt at Moiraine dying. Yeah, I have that highlighted too. That I thought was actually like some decent nuance. Like, right? yeah, she feels horrible that her first thought on learning Moiraine was dead, even though it was momentary, was joy that Lan was free. And so she's like, she feels shitty about that. And it makes her angry, which is that like feels correct. Right. It's like yeah. a really lovely, like poignant character moment where yeah. you understand some of the self-loathing mm-hmm. and some of the frustration she has because it doesn't feel contrived. Right. Like that felt right. very, very honest. Yes. Yes. So then she ducks into a building because she sees an eyes that eyes she doesn't want to see. Loghain is in there telling his story to royals, which is a thing that's happening. Yeah. I, I was a little confused by this. Yeah. I also, because I was like, don't we know that this is a lie? Like, didn't we learn in a previous section that like Suan made this up did we there there was some i'm gonna have to look and find it off recording or somebody in the discord can tell us i swear to god that one of the things suin lies about when they come to saladar is the red sisters involvement with false dragons i swear you might be right i don't remember and so like he's telling this whole thing and i doesn't know i think we were in like a suan perspective or yeah or maybe min even um but i don't think nynaeve knows that this is a lie so we are like getting this as if it's truth which was confusing yes. to me because I was like, I was confused by that and and I was confused by like having these royals visit because I thought they were trying to keep Saladar a secret. <laughs> yeah, right. They're like, oh, it's cool. Come and like hang out with us and you can see like, our like captive false dragon. And right, it was very like just the ease and yes. the like openness with I which know. they were discussing Fucking things. everyone except for people who should know knows where Saladar is. Yeah. At this point. this yes. comes up again too in this section. There's another there's a later chapter where this comes up again. Um yeah I we, don't I don't it was know. so weird. It was yeah. so weird and Loghain is like telling the story and it's Lilane is the Aes Sedai who's like yeah it's totally true we've we have independently corroborated right this. right like have you though no, okay i'm pretty sure we know this is a lie we do get a little bit more description i think of Logain as 
I think it's paralleling him up against Miz, like Mazer and Oh, Kane, yeah, totally. Right? Like, mm-hmm. and so we kind of get hit a little bit more of like how not scary he is, but the potential for danger yeah. with him in a really wonderful way, I thought. Like, because mm-hmm. he seems like, like they both have sort of a simmering anxiety around them because we don't know what they're going to do. Right. Right. And we don't know like how the power is affecting them. Yes. It's it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, but again, too many words to, to so <laughs> so many words. A thousand million more with lots of random names and like this and that and the other thing. And you're like, okay. And then there's this strange cool. beat towards the end where Lilane is like making fun of him. Yeah. And I was like, why are you doing this? I know. Why are you just like asking again? It's Aes Sedai being so ridiculous and like the hubris. Yeah, it's hubris to the point where I'm like, if this is how you are, you never would have become what you were. Right. 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 Like you're acting like children. Yeah. I mean, yes. I have nothing. They just they don't show us enough of like the Aes Sedai as a whole being competent. Yeah. For me to believe that they could actually have existed. We have right. the one-offs of like Suan and right. Moiraine, Moiraine. Yeah. And like Varen to an extent who are thoughtful about right. what they're doing. Yeah. But well, then you have Yeah. This. I mean, this whole situation also in a further future chapter where it's like, okay, you had just acted so out of character. Like, yeah, it's really there's a lot of character assassination going on. <laughs> Um, just a lot okay. of it okay <laughs> so yes and so then like Nynaeve like notices that Lane is looking at her so she's like I mm-hmm. have to go so she's just running around Bye. dodging <laughs> Bye. so um and then she runs it again it's like we already know this is happening why do we have to see it again so Nynaeve sees Suan and Gareth Bryan arguing in the middle of the street like okay I feel like the the only important thing here is her being like I'm not gonna spy for you to Gareth right. Bryan right and that's about it. And like the the hall is not talking to him, I guess. Right. Like, right. I mean, the big thing I think for the Aes Sedai as a whole, as like a collective in this, is that they are not being active enough. Yeah. And so everything Nynaeve is experiencing for us as readers is just supposed to drive home that point that the hall is stagnant. I right. think. Right. But it just ends up being a lot of like, okay, we we get it. Right. Right. So then Nynaeve is like, well, I need to study you and I don't have Merrigan and I don't need her. Like, I, you're not letting me study you. You're mm-hmm. supposed to. Um, and so Suan is like, okay, fine. This afternoon I'm busy until then. And yeah, then but Suan then... like drops some hints about like what's going on with Rand and Nynaeve is like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And then Leanne comes over and they like pass angry messages to each other. I do enjoy this Suan Leanne dynamic. Yeah, same. It's fun. It's, it's fun, fun and it's like it's not old yet. It's not old yet because we see it in bits and pieces, which is nice. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then Lelaine comes back and is like talking about. Well, no, Lelaine. this whole thing with um, what's her face comes. This other Aes Sedai, right? It's Lelaine. Who's like it's sneaks it. up? Do you say Elaine? Lelaine. Oh, Lelaine. Sorry, Sorry. everybody's name is the same. I was like, no, wait, Elaine's not here. No, no, you're right. It's Lelaine, who's like they should be switched. (laughs) Right. Yes. I do like it is silly though, where Nynaeve is like, 
yeah, I'll let, I'll keep their ruse going because it's the <laughs> nice thing to do. What? No, it's because it's the, it's the correct thing to do for your goals. Again, like, I, yeah, I, people's motivations are so muddy in a way right. that I don't think is necessary. And then we have this like call out about Nynaeve's like braid pulling habit yes. where Lillian's like, maybe you shouldn't do that. And Nynaeve's <laughs> like, oh man, everyone notices. I should stop doing this. And then proceeds to do it like 17 more times. Yes, yes, a thousand more times. Um, and this is the first moment that we'll get more of is the Aes Sedai being like, what is Rand gonna do? Like, tell us what you know about Rand. Tell us more what you know about Rand. You're like, okay. And it's like, why are you, whatever. It's so yeah, annoying. I know. They like bring up like Taverin and all these people coming out of Two Rivers, which we have also heard before. Right. She wants um, to know where Egwene is. They're like, everybody's talking about you. Like, we know. I know. I know. God, it's sorry. It's like, it's so frustrating because yes. the beats that are good are really good. Yeah. But the weakness. There's so much that of it. comes up. Is so like, much bloat. So there's so much bloat. So and then there's some more talk about how Nynaeve has not broken through her block yet. And there's this like constant threat of like, oh, we're going to put you in Theodrin's charge. And like she's already taking lessons with Theodrin, but I guess there's but she's more. Like, I don't there's know. more. And like there's like this whole line of like, why are you wasting time? Right. Trying to heal Suen and Leanne. Right. Right. Which also seems ridiculous. And you know, Nynaeve thinks about how, like, the yellows who should have been, like, the nicest to her are, like, right. the meanest, which also doesn't make sense to me as, like, wouldn't you want someone who is right. attempting to do something revolutionary in your midst? I mean, I guess I can, like, engineer some logic around how they don't want there to be hope if it's not real. Because stilling is such a horrible thing to happen sure. to an die. And I guess you could have all of this, like, well, she's this young upstart. What does she know? Like, we keep it telling her this is pointless. Like... But I'm I, I'm agreeing. I agree with you. Like, this is not enough for me to to, right. to justify the way they're behaving about it. It just feels like there isn't enough balance of, like, competent Aes Sedai yes. to ridiculous Aes Sedai right. for them like the way they act, I was like, these women are not going to win anything. None right. of them are. Right. They're all going to get decimated because everyone in this book is going to get ruined. Yes. Because they're so ridiculous. I cannot disagree. I cannot Ugh, disagree. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> so then she's walking through the streets some more. She's like mad about being told she should cut her hair. Um. She runs into Uno. She runs into Uno. Which poor Uno. Uno oh, wait, like before that happens, though. Before oh, that sorry. happens. Yeah, it's like only because it's an actual plot beat. Um, There's this woman riding through town who she's never seen before. Oh, who right. Who looks very haughty. And she's like, hmm, I wonder who that is. Right. I, I don't know. I, I like didn't even underline that. I, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't. Another character? Great. Right. Well, it becomes important later. So <laughs> then there's Uno. I know. And she's being so mean to Uno. Like I know. Uno is just like. He's, he's like smiled at her. He's smiled. Like she's mad about how he's like now an officer with 
Gareth Brine and she's like saying like oh he's too caught up to bother himself no that's not true he would do the thing like she's like arguing with herself about her reaction to Uno this is this is where I get tired of her I agree no I agree I feel like this is where it's like we don't need all of this she's thinking basically she's thinking about should they leave right because again the hall is being so inactive Right. And she's wondering, like, has she sort of shot herself in the foot right. by forcing distance between the people who could have helped them? Right. And this is where we find out that Tom and Julian are in Amadicia. Yeah. Which, like, what? When did that happen? I don't even remember that being said on page no. ever. No. It's just, it's like, oh, they're going to, like, go scouting, I guess? Like, I, don't, I don't know. And I'm just like, well, I guess that's good for Morgies because perhaps... They can Ugh, extricate her from God, the situation. I hope so. But like, I was just like, okay, that's like a random piece of information drop. That seems kind of important. Um, like literally the only good part of the stuff where she's like arguing with herself is sort of the acknowledgement of, is she like questioning her own choices in the terms of like, does she want to go just so that it can feel like she's doing something? Is it because she's worried about Mogedian? Right. That I think is like That's interesting. Legit. Yeah. And legitimate versus some of this other stuff. Right. And she's like thinking about where would she even go? Like, does she go to Rand? Yeah. Does she go to Egwene? Like, would Elaine come with her? What do they do with Mogedian? Like, that's mm-hmm. fair enough. It's just, it just goes on for so long. Too long. And then she like goes to snoop on Elaine's uh, novice class. Mm-hmm. And we get this note here that the Aes Sedai in Saladar have actually started testing women older than they normally yeah. ever would. And so now they have just in their like rebel encampment more novices than the White Tower has had for That's, a very long time. I mean, time. this comes and I'm back just to like, like, are you fucking kidding me? Right. Like, this like what? comes back to numbers again yes. where I'm like. You're just throwing around these sentences like they don't mean anything, but they have practical application. Right. I'm like, how many people is that? How many people is that? And like, I guess it's, I feel like there was like mention of like hundreds for the novices and, but like how, is that 100? Is it 600? Like, yeah. Like what is it? Are there mean? a thousand novices now? Like who the hell knows? Um, But it's also more like the I said, I've been complaining about how they don't have enough mm-hmm. novices. And so you're telling us it takes the tower literally breaking in half for them to be like, hmm, I wonder if we should test older girls. Like, this is what I mean. Me? It's just like everything in these sections and everything. about It's not just like Elena is incompetent, no, which she no, is, but she's she is. incompetent to show what a terrible leader she is right. and what a terrible person she is. The incompetency here. Yeah. I don't understand the point of it. Right. All you're doing is minimizing my like belief that these people could do anything mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. and accomplish anything. Yep. Like it's it's like anything that's happened has been despite the White Tower and despite yes. the like collective Aes Sedai. Yes. And so I'm just like, why are they even there? What is the point? Right, right, right. right. I don't know is the answer that I have currently. <laughs> so then Theodrin, Theodrin, however you say her name, shows up. Uh, Theodrin King. I know, I can't, I like, can't say it where it doesn't make me think of Lord of the Rings. I'm like, how do I say this? The dream. I'm sure there's a Theodrin. I, I think I was I saying know. Theodrin, but I guess it could be Theodrin. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. Doesn't. Um, yeah, they like, 
they get into this discussion about being wilders and what their trick was and there's what this their very blocks were. weird oh my God. story this backstory for theodrin like are you kidding me this is so strange like oh she could only channel when men were around and so they like That's faked so her out weird. with twins one of whom was male and one of whom was female and like I just it was I strange. Don't even know. I don't know. The only thing about this section is Theodrin at least comes off as like competent and like she knows what she's talking about and has like some sort of plan in place. Yeah. To help Nynaeve get over this block, which like God, please. I know. I know. Please. Can we let make that, that happen. happen already? I'm so tired like, of the block. Please. But that was kind of nice to see somebody yeah. who actually seemed to like care about teaching care about the like legacy of Aes Sedai in this beat and care about like somebody in whom like she can see a little bit of something she went through like that was yeah except that she's like so freaked out by her like her response every time she has to talk about her or think about her is like naive super avoidant yeah yeah it's strange I I, didn't understand that either because like that didn't make any sense she, to like me. she hates using mogedian for the power she but, wants to be able to channel like why is she why not, is she so afraid why of doing is she this? so afraid of doing it? i don't understand it i and don't we understand haven't, it. like we've seen her be frustrated by her inability to, to do things yeah but i don't think we've ever seen her be afraid of like straight up failure to right. this extent right and that's right. what this is being sold to us as i, gotcha. I think that she's afraid to fail mm. but like I, that doesn't feel like naive to no, me no she's so pragmatic like she would want all the tools right? at her disposal it doesn't even yeah. if it wasn't working she right. would continue to try yes. things she's so stubborn like why so is like she not i don't know stubborn in her own benefit in this case it was it was a weird character choice that didn't really make sense to me given the, what we know about her i think he just like wants her to stay blocked for as long as possible i guess for yeah. reasons for plot reasons anyway but it's annoying yeah i don't i don't know so they have this whole thing where theodrin is like i know you have stuff to do but i'm gonna see you tomorrow and every day after and and we're gonna break this block like this is what we're gonna do i'm like team theodrin right now <laughs> yeah, like same, make it happen same make it happen captain <laughs> um so then Nynaeve gets run over by a nice to die <laughs> Which made me laugh a little bit. That was pretty funny. <laughs> pretty funny. Again, we find out later why this is. Um, yeah. And so now she's thinking about like how she's like, she's like, oh, now I want to leave even more, but I wish I didn't because I'm afraid of Theodrin. I don't know. I don't know. And then we get this moment with Mogedian. Yeah. So Mogedian shows up. They do some more like they, they're still trying to learn from her and Nynaeve wants to focus on trying to see if a man is channeling or not. Um, and it's immensely difficult. She's like holding on to thoughts of Lan and Theodrin to keep her angry. Um, yeah. And like there's this moment where she feels like some sort of satisfaction through her connection to Mogedian, which she chalks up to Mogedian like actually caring about teaching someone something which is really cute. weird cute um i was like what yeah <laughs> uh, and then elaine interrupts them right there's an emissary from the tower from Elena, which is the woman the stranger coming into town and that's why mm-hmm. they've got run over by a nice yep guy. yep and they don't know what it's gonna say and then they have this like moment of like um elaine's like should i is that here no that's later isn't it 
God, mm-hmm. there's so many times that this I same know. scene happens. I know. This this chapter basically ends with being them being like, I wish we knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Yes. Well, because like Nynaeve is like, maybe something will go right, essentially. Right. Like maybe they'll, you know, do something. And right. Elaine's like, do you know them at all? Right. Like they might go back. if Like messages. all they want is to make the tower whole. Yeah. Oh, God. And now we get to your favorite chapter, chapter nine. Such a drag. Oh, I know. It really was. Talk about info dumping. Jesus. The, it was just, I don't, I spent this entire chapter being like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Pedrin Nile is talking to his fake spy master, which goes on for. Like Far 16 too long. Page. So it's long. It's literally like, oh my god, when does? Yeah, until up. it's yeah. it's like three and a half pages for us to find out. Like he's saying some weird shit. He's thinking about weird shit with like, oh, um, what's his name? Omirna. Yeah, Omirna is like master. the fake spy master, and he's right. like clearly not a smart man. Nope. Clearly giving him bad information, and Pedro yep. Niles is going for it. And for some reason, we have to hear. All of it. All of it. All of it. He like delivers this like sealed thing to Pedro Nile and then finally gets kicked out. And then we get to meet the real spy master. And then that goes on for like four pages. Oh my God. And it's like, who cares? Like three and a half pages of bad information. Yeah. Like literally. And it's just Pedro Nile being wrong about shit. I know. I know. Like, yeah, even once Bauer comes in, like it's, you know, he like he like won't believe things that are true yeah it's really frustrating when you're like oh he's he's a false dragon there's no way he could be in all those places at once none of this is true like blah 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 and then basically all that matters here is the rumor thing i think right yeah i agree i think the only thing that is actually important is that after a lot of name dropping of politics and this and that, and Pedro it's Nile literally being an idiot, like two forty-five to two, it's two, eleven pages yeah. in this tiny ass font. I guess the one thing that I thought was useful to know was that Balwar's agents were the ones who convinced the Carrion and Lords to turn against Rand. Fine. Which, like, okay, fine. But that's, like, one fine. piece of information for 12 pages. Anyway. And we get another mention of the, like, Red Aja Loghain thing, so we know they have people in it. Because everyone fucking knows about Saladar. Right. Everybody knows about Saladar. We hear this, there's this rumor about the Ogier gathering for some yeah. reason. And there are an unusual number of sea folk ships in the southern ports. Which we already care, knew. Which we already knew. So we just get that again. And then, yeah, then we get the Red Aja are, like, that the Saladar... Aes Sedai are bringing in nobles to hear the story about the Red Aja yep setting up Loghain and then Pedro Nile refuses to believe what is patently true and then yes he and Balwar come up with a bunch of rumors to spread about the to to basically so um confusion and confusion fear. And, and fear with the tower by by saying it's the black tower that took right. over all the Aes Sedai and Saladar are repenting right. and, and renouncing being, it was absurd, yeah. but like, fine, whatever, use rumor. Like sure. that has been a theme in the books before. Yeah. It will continue to be a theme. And then there's this like beat about like, it's been a month, 
you know, yes. since you propose this thing to more gays, like press her. Mm-hmm. And he wants and- Elaine and Gowan found and brought to Amador. Mm-hmm. Probably to use his bargaining chips because that comes up in the next section. Yep. And then we're in Morghese's head, and I'm oh my so god, mad. and this sucks too. Yeah, this sucks a lot. She's like out hawking with it's a court it's basically nobles. she's like found herself in the trap of her own making, surrounded by white cloaks all the time, can't get away. It's kind of is scrambling for any semblance of power in her actions and whatever little space she has to do it in. Like, Peter Connell is her page. Yep. So she's got that going for her. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice and close at hand, a dark friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, but I don't know. And it's just a lot of thinking about how, like, she's afraid that they'll try to use Galad against her. Mm-hmm. And so she's trying to make it seem like she doesn't care that much about him. And they've um, lied to her about Gowan by telling yes. her he's not a Tarvalon. Yeah. Well, he isn't. We do know that the Aes Sedai have sent the younglings off to do it. Oh, right. Thing. I forgot about we that. You know that. I so. forgot. Uh, and then there's like all this talk about like, oh, Randall Thor is taking over the lion throne. And she's like, well, whatever. He'll find it hard to hunt me, blah, blah, blah. And we, um, she finds out through like egging some other shitty lady on that like yeah. the only people who are with Rand right now are the people who are Gabriel's supporters. So right. she's, so she's like that. fine about that. And then we get more okay. descriptions of like Amador, of the refugees situation. Um, it's just a, like, why did I, I need know. a whole chapter of people being wrong about I stuff? I don't know. I don't it's know. It's so annoying. And then the chapter ends, like literally nothing happens. Like nothing happens. It's just like, oh, remember Morgie's is an idiot. Yeah. She's still an idiot. Remember Badger Nile is full of bullshit. Like also still true. Like Thanks. we know. Thanks. I delete. Like, what is this chapter doing for you, no. sir? Nothing. 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 It's just adding to your word count. Yeah. You don't need it. Nope. Delete. Nope. Delete. Um, okay, chapter 10. We're back with our our <laughs> our boy Rand. Who we still don't hate. <laughs> we, we still don't, hate, don't hate. He's trying so hard. He's trying so hard. Um, and there's not as much annoying, like there's some loose there and stuff, but it's not like constant, which yeah, is nice. I mean, every time it happens, it's so one note that it just drives me nuts, but it's fine. The um, shift here, I think, is he's starting to fall into a little bit of a false sense of security, yes. which we know, right? It's that right. he's he's even as he is so paranoid and as he is so as we're going to see as he is so like sort of like on guard against everyone, he's still managing, which I think is interesting that he's still managing to fall into this false sense of safety. Right. Um, right. Because he has been so paranoid. Right. And it's sort of a lesson. It's a it's a rough lesson he's about to learn. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but I ooh. do. I there's like Robert Jordan loves this repeating trick about people not sweating. So Rand oh has God. learned the trick from Majorum Dame. The I feel it's like nothing to do with the power. Right. The, the only interesting thing here is that it's like actually about detaching from the power and yes. and maintaining a distance, which is mildly interesting on sure. the on the lore side of things yes it just comes up so much it'll come up again in another oh yes section. yes it will uh okay so let's see it's Rand sort like, of thinking yeah again, he's thinking about right? things he's thinking he's talking to Bashir um he has this like moment of thinking about two rivers and how he like can't focus on that obviously um then the whole like, oh, if I could find a way to escape my destiny, do I deserve to? Oh, Rand. 
I know. No, you do. This sucks for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just the effect on, like you said, refugees and all of that. We find out more about the Taveran things that are happening around town and how people are focusing on the good stuff. Right. And maybe ignoring some of the worst things. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and we have this, you know, Rand thinking about this duty is heavier than a mountain, death lighter than a feather. Mm-hmm. He wants to like, Bashir is sort of like, you have to deal with some of these things. And Rand yeah. is like, okay, we'll deal with them as much as we can, but this is for Elaine to decide this. Right. This is right? right. Like, and then we get a little bit more of like those other people came in, the ones that Margay's. Yes. Her actual supporters are mm. here, but they haven't called on Rand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Rand is like, how do I play the game of houses so I can get right. them in here? Right, right. Yeah. So they he like is asking one of the ladies to carry the message and probably he's doing it wrong. We know Elaine is like, oh, you can't play the game of houses in Camelon the way you do in other places. But and he's knows. like, I'm trying. I'm trying, um, I'm trying. Then we find out that there are two Aes Sedai in town. Yes. And they've taken rooms at an inn. And Rand asks this very specific thing about, is it our friend who likes cats? And I was, I was like, like, what? 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 <laughs> what? Why didn't I get to hear that story? I know. What? What? I just spent all this time with fucking Pedra Nile when Seriously, I could have been hearing I about been the Aes Sedai healing cats. Although, although, you know what it made me think of is mm. the Black Aja. There was that one Black Aja sister in, um, oh, I forget the names of the places, but like who was like obsessed with cats and Tanchico? dogs. Yeah, and Tanchico. Yeah, remember? yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, that God. to me, I was like, oh, I bet it's the Black Aja sister. But that's still more interesting. Still than- way more, a thousand times more interesting. Um, <laughs> and we find out that they've been keeping an eye out because Bashir is like, you need Aes Sedai, you need Aes yes. Sedai. So they're monitoring any rumors. So, mm-hmm. but these are new ones. They arrived in the night. So Rand yep. is like, okay, well, I better go find out what their deal is. And he is like, I, it's only two. I'm fine. I don't need, I don't need Avienda. I don't need which, any help. which like while he's thinking this loose there and is going <laughs> pride. Yes. Pride, pride that just a little on me. the nose. Yeah. It's a little on the nose. I will say, like, it put me in a position to be expecting something, but like, not like the my expectation was subverted. Okay, well, because of what I was thinking was going to happen, because I I genuinely didn't remember. Yeah. Um. But also, Rand is also thinking how little he knows about what the Aes Sedai are doing. Right. Um. Like he's like, I he doesn't know what the tower is doing. He doesn't know what the he doesn't even know where the rebels are. So he doesn't know that they're in Saladar, right. he's unlike the only apparently one who everyone know. else yes. like knows. Um and so he's like, I did like this beat where he's like, Oh, they show up like that. I think I should visit them. And everyone's like, What? Yeah, yeah. Because he sees Avienda and right. he freaks out because right. he's clearly in love with her. I am but tired like, of this. Let me I tell you. I just want you. them to like talk. I know. I just hate this. Like every time he sees her, he runs away and changes something he's going to do in the plot. Like I get it. Robert Jordan is like, I need her to make him do things erratically. So here's here's I'm, how I'm going to do it. This is where I'm of like two minds about it because this instance, it feels very YA to me. Yeah. Like where it's like, oh, of course I'm going to be irritated with you. You are a child right. making choices. Right. Like you're like 20. 20. Well, like fair. you're 20 years old you're afraid of the pretty girl you have feelings for 
I, my issue is with the way that Jordan repeats the beat over, no, I agree. over and over again to make things happen a certain way. No, I agree. So like this was though a moment where he he's just like, do I love her? I don't know. Yeah. And he's like annoyed with all the like handmaidens who are like, you know, trying to matchmake them and. And then Bashir and somebody else. That Adele. made me laugh yes, that really was hard. That was funny. I, I did like, especially when he manages to like say something that cracks the maidens up. That was cute. Like they're clearly Bashir and Bale are basically making fun of him for running away yes. from a girl. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it, was a, it was a nice moment because yeah, then Rand's like, you guys don't look, you guys wouldn't look good in a dress. Just and all like, the maidens picking on me. Yeah. <laughs> Um. All right. So then he like then we he's get thinking a huge, about long description of Camlin. Why? Which why do we need that? Why like, do we, we need it? We know. We know. Why? There are like people who aren't really sure who he is, but clearly he's important. There are refugees. There are like uh, right. It's a he's lot got of parallel on him. He's got the angry all. So like he's like re- relying on that. Yeah. Um, I will say I did not remember any of this. So he goes oh, into this inn. Well. Yeah, I didn't remember this specific situation, but this was the plot beat that I thought was going to happen last, but I thought it was with Moiraine. I was wrong about not only when it happened, but who it happened with. Damn. Yep. I I didn't remember any of this. I remembered that this happened. I just remembered it wrong. So yeah, so he goes into this inn and he finds... Um, all these all women these, yeah all of these two rivers girls like and including just like what? matt's little sister and he's like what the fuck and they're like rand what's up we're here to learn to be Aes Sedai. like we're gonna go to tarvalon <laughs> they're like how's matt what's, how's matt? what's bananas to me though is that they they somehow despite traveling have not heard that Rand is the dragon reborn yeah. Yeah. when everyone in the yes. country knows that Rand know. is at least calling himself the dragon I reborn. Know. I know. That that stretched the limits a little bit, I yeah. thought. Right. And then they're like, and he they're like, oh well, like Lord Perrin, this and that. And he's like, I'm sorry, <laughs> like, Lord Lord Perrin? Perrin? Who the fuck is Lord Perrin? <laughs> That's that was great. pretty good too. <laughs> pretty good. This was a very sweet interaction for the most part. I, I mean, yeah, and then they're just like filling him in. You know? Yeah. Yes, of course it has to turn sad, right? Because this yes. is us getting to see like right. Rand having to confront his yes. loss. Yes. Um. Yeah. In a they... way that he has been theoretical so far, and now mm-hmm. it's in practice. Yeah. Yeah, and then we get this recap about like how Padden Fane is a dark friend, and you're like, yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. Um, we're aware. And then they like they have this whole side note about dresses and like who gets to be tested and this and that and the other thing. And then the two I said I come in, and it's Varen and Myrell. No, right? Alana. 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 Sorry, Alana. I got the mix up. Yes, it's Varen um, and Alana. But- there's like this moment where it's like Varen comes in and Alana might have been crying, but Rand's yeah. like, why would an Aes Sedai be crying? Right. Um, and so they are like, oh, let's, but Rand of course does that thing that made me so mad on like the second book, I think, where they just, all of them were being idiots about where to talk about things. Yes. Yes. So Rand tries to be like, let me ask you some questions in the common room around all of these people. And they're like, why don't we go upstairs? Yeah. Yeah. For real. Um, Because they, yeah. So they come in and they're like, actually, we're not going to Tarvalon yet. And they're like, do you know where? 
the do you know where the rebel I said I are and that's when Alana is like um yeah let's go talk in private like this is important so. and then they all three decide <clears throat> which is very annoying uh to be alone together yeah like so stupid so Rand, stupid. why why would you do idiot. that yes I know I know like it was so so stupid and so like we find out that like uh Rand is like you clearly have a spy in Camelin because you found out about this thing that just happened this morning um Alana is like they're trying to put him at ease like don't right. no talk to us like we're your friends basically and then Rand the idiot <sighs> I will say I was like deeply shocked because I didn't remember any of this. So a lot of fucking bonds him. I know. Listen, I I was like, oh shit, this is where it happens. So I was convinced that at the end of the last book, before Moiraine goes, I I there's whole chunks of plot that I thought happened earlier than they actually did. And mm-hmm. this was one of them. And that yes, I thought Moiraine bonded Rand out of frustration because she was trying to like make sure she always knew where he was, which honestly makes way more sense than this. Which this is felt like bananas. Like bananas. She's like she says she's gonna heal him. And yep. he's like, I mean, I guess that's fine. And instead, yeah, she fucking bonds him against which his was- will fucking bananas i was I like know. what yes and i expected like a big blow up i was very yeah. surprised by how um this is what i mean he subverted my expectations a little mm. bit because i was like either it's going to be someone who's going to attack him because mm. i vaguely have like a right. record but this is probably wrong because i don't remember anything right. of like him in a similar situation with like hubris and then that leading to him being attacked but that right. could have been earlier or could yeah. happen eventually i don't know well they do try to shield him and cut him off from the source yeah and he's like uh uh-uh. uh no but i yeah. really expected him to like turn around and get real violent real fast because yeah. this is a big point with rand of control controlling and being him. manipulated yes. yeah and this seems like the biggest sort of like like uh thing you could do for something like that yeah 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 and so then he starts talking about the rebels again and he's like it's, it's just, i had to reread it me. i i know i was like what is he not gonna what do like, anything what? yeah it was so wild he just sort of is like okay she bonded me okay oh, right <laughs> right and then yeah it just <laughs> i literally had to read it twice because i was like she did just bond him, right? Did and, he find a way out of it? Right. We get this like sentence where he's like, oh, rage crawled across the outside of the void. Calm. He must be calm. But then then he's like, well, I guess she's green. And you're like, what? What? It what? was so weird. It was such yeah. a weird non-reaction no. to something that feels like it warranted like a massive, way bigger. massive reaction. Yes, it is so strange. And then we get this interaction, this really sad interaction. Well, with the Eamonsfield and Two Rivers girls where they're like, um, Ram, this guy is, like, saying that you're the Dragon Reborn. Can you, like... I mean, this feels like a little, like, displaced anger. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. I feel like his response is because he, like, ends up, like, he, like, starts off being gentle about it and he, like, lifts them off the floor, but then he's, like, shouting at them. Yeah. And he's, like, scared the shit out of them. And it's really sad because they're, like, Alana and Varen have to kind of be, like, but you're scaring them. Like, put them down. And then he's, like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. Like, I would never hurt you. But they're terrified of him. But, like, again, I don't understand. Like, that short 
fine, misplaced anger, but why would he not have it out with Alana Agreed. and Baron? Like, why Agreed. not? Agreed. It doesn't make, this is an, a huge out of character moment for me. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense as to why he wouldn't explode right then and there. Mm. Even if he's trying to be calm about mm-hmm. it, even to be like, I will find a way to sever this. Like, yes. you will not have a hold over me. He never does no, that. He doesn't even He never think even it. thinks it. No. No, it's bananas. He's like, it doesn't well, I make wish sense. Lan was here to explain to me how bonding works. Like, no, nobody. That is not what you wish. You right need now. to figure out how to get out of it. Yeah. And like, you he has no pushback. That they, like, bonded you without your consent. Like, what? It's so weird. It's it is such a weird bananas. choice. And I yeah. don't understand it. No, no. Like, this is going to be one of those character beats where it, it's going to bother me forever until yeah. they, until I, because I don't, I also don't remember if he does right. eventually deal with it. Right. But like, this to me was immensely out of character. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um. So then he leaves. Yeah. And we get this interesting chapter from Baron's perspective. Yes. Uh, it's very like it's very and I thought this was the most interesting chapter to be perfectly really? honest yeah I did not because okay so listen we find out that like so Varen is thinking about like okay Moiraine is dead she believes yeah. she is dead the white tower is broken yeah Rand is possibly mad yep and she's like I have been working for 70 years very delicately and all of my plans might go for not so we don't know what those plans are we don't just that she has them Yep. And then she's like thinking about like, okay, I need to like get the t- the girls to calm down. I need to calm down the maids and whatnot. She like needs to like, you know, get them all wrangled. Alana sends them to their rooms. And then she's thinking about how undone Alana is and yes. like how one of her warders died um, in two rivers. Right. Mm-hmm. And we also find out, remember how shady Alana was being in the two rivers around Perrin? We find out that she was basically considering bonding Perrin. Which I think we kind of knew. Yeah, but, like, it really puts a pin in Alana's, like, you know, shadiness, general shadiness. Um, And we get this whole, you know, like, sort of Varen view of what is going on that I don't know maybe it was just refreshing because Varen is actually fucking competent like she is having rational thoughts that lead from one to the next in a way that makes sense and like she's like you know I don't know I appreciated it I did laugh at this bit where she's like you know while Rand can't possibly have taught himself that much yet like there's no way he knows about wards and you're like lol Varen (laughs) like that's again bringing up wards yes again with the wards um and then she's thinking about how to manage alana and like they're Mm -hmm. freaking out about the tower being broken i don't know i thought this was one of the more interesting sections i agree that it was it is refreshing to get somebody competent thinking about all of these things but it's a lot of information we knew already again and so I, and it was getting like the tail, that's granted, true. it's the tail end of our section. And so I was already irritated. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Where I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, his, we're worried about his um, declaration for men who can channel. Right. Oh, really? Right. No, no. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, okay, well, now that you've bonded him, like, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. Like, now that you've done this bananas thing, like, what? And then Alana gets real weird. It's like, we should bond all of them. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. yeah. And then she's freaking out about how strong Rand is, which, you know, makes sense. Fine. Um, but le- like Alana is just like falling apart. Like she's just like freaking yeah. out. Yeah. Which again, I feel like, is, I don't know, like that seems out of character again for I agree. an Aes Sedai of experience. And like, I don't know. I, like I would I would have a less hard time believing that she did this slightly on impulse but also because she genuinely believes it's what should have been done from the jump no but she if just she seems had made, like if they had made her less hysterical like they've made her yes, hysterical I agree that's the key is that she's completely hysterical in this and so the things she's saying and the things she's doing right. again it comes back to like why are all the eyes to die incompetent yes, yes. And why how am I supposed to believe that they can do anything right and this could have been like a strategic move yes that but it she, was clearly at a calculated risk no yep. instead it's like this random ass thing that she decides to do on a whim and then she like falls apart I did not yep. yeah that that annoyed me I I do I did like just because again like I, at least somebody is doing something Varen is like well I have all these questions I know exactly how I want them to be answered and since Alana is freaking out I get to like steer her the way mm-hmm. I want her to and so you're just like well Varen what do you have in mind like I'm like, like what are you doing what are you doing Varen what are you doing so and I, I remember just wish- some things about Varen that might also make this more interesting for me yeah, I feel like I'm just getting frustrated where I'm just like, again, it was like pages and pages yes. of stuff. No, it could have been way shorter. It could have been way and, shorter. And the characterization again is crappy. And the characterization is off. Yeah. Uh, okay, then we're back to Rand, who, and Rand is like kind of free, but still not freaking out no, as much as I really thought nearly as he much. should be. Nope. Um, He's more like irritated with himself for being so full of pride. And putting himself in that position. Um, and he starts like laughing at he would get like a classic Rand laughing yes. at himself moment. Yeah, <laughs> we sure do. Um, yeah. And we like hear how like, you know, Alana is like in his brain, like in a corner of his brain. Um, I want it. See, I wanted from this him being like searching for how to sever a bond. Yes. Like yes. that thought, it is so unbelievable to me that that thought doesn't even cross his mind. I know. And there is this weird note about how Luz Theron's voice seems afraid of Alana, which is yeah. interesting. I don't know. That was, um, yeah, it was interesting. And then we, we find out, so he's gone to the farm so he can yep. have his like mini freak out. Again, not nearly the level of freak out that I think is no. required by the situation. Uh, but he's having a mini freak out. We find out that all of the family and friends of the men who have been recruited have gone except for one. Yep. And that Majrum team is like doing this very accelerated course of training. Mm-hmm. Um, Rand is mad because he dismissed the sword master. Tame is yeah. like, they don't need swords. And Rand's like, shut the fuck up. They want, I need they them to do have need swords. swords. They need swords. So it's, yeah. I mean, this is another thing. It's like, even as I like Tame, I'm yes. like, this is too much. It's way too um, long. Yeah. Because it's basically what we again already know. Rand doesn't want to give the, um, give him any information he doesn't want to share like he he thinks like he's not going to tell him about the bonding he's not gonna you know it's just sort of resetting that's what this section was it was a lot of restating the state of the world whoops i forgot to unmute myself yes correct oh, agree <laughs> i was like oh no <laughs> no no it's just me i muted to cough and then i forgot to unmute yeah i totally agree um it's it's a lot of 
unnecessary stuff to get to the point we do you know rand is like well i can never let tame know that alana has bonded me well yeah um, that's what i that's what i mean right, is right, like right. it's a lot of him like i'm not gonna share my weaknesses i'm not yes, gonna da, yes. da, 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 but we know all of this right like right, we right. we know how major the thing that matters here is tame convinces rand yes. That he will be able to find more people if Rand yes. lets him go out and use gateways to recruit not only people who might be able to channel, mm -hmm. but men. And he makes a good point, right? Is right. getting men who follow Rand as Rand, yes. not other people's armies who are beholden to other countries. Right. Totally. And they have like a disagreement about it because Rand obviously doesn't want an army. But, you know, Tay makes great points and Rand mm -hmm. does listen to reason. It does also feel very parallelly to the Saladar thing. They're like going out, yes. they're recruiting more people, you know, but uh, Tay is like, I want to use gateways to do it. And like, mm -hmm. and also I need horses. So, so Rand yeah. is like, all right, fine. Get your horses. Things. Get your horses. You'll get your horses. <sighs> okay, finally. Chapter 12. And we're back to Nynaeve. <laughs> we're back to Nynaeve. They're trying to eavesdrop on Ugh. the hall. And this whole section, man. It's so annoying. So annoying. So annoying. Mogedian is with them. She's, we got this sweating thing again. And she's told them that it's to do with the power because she's faking yep. it out. It's about uh, detachment. Yes. Um... We know that this is the third day since the emissary arrived. Uh, they don't know what what the emissary said. She's like Mogedian is trying to teach them how to break through a ward and listen and eavesdrop to what is going on. Um, and they're not being able to do it. And they're very anxious because they need to know what's going on. Um, and then right, and like I buy the desperation to know what's going on because sure. they care so much about Rand. Like that's I think been ascertained pretty totally. well. Totally, but the way this like goes next is a little bit. It's funky. so weird. It's um, so like they realize it's not happening, and Elaine has to leave, and they have this brief back and forth over Elaine's like, "Oh, I can't wear the bracelet. Like I have to go do this and this and this and this. Can't we just leave it here?" And mm -hmm. which seems stupid to me. Like, what? Mm. This feels like this feels like naive PTSD. To, to be perfectly honest, because we know from having been in Egwene's head when she was yes. captured that it doesn't matter if anybody's wearing it or not. It can just sit on the wall. I and know, so, like Nynaeve's extreme fear about. I don't know. Egwene's not a forsaken. Well, the, I was just gonna say the only thing that I think is like part the rational part of this is like, yeah, she is a fucking forsaken. Like, who knows That's, what she like, could to me, accomplish? Nynaeve's fear, yes, is probably rooted in PTSD, but also feels far more valid than sort of right. Egwene or Elaine's. Um, it's almost like flippant. A little bit where she's just gotten very it's it's that same thing that Rand is going through of like you've right. gotten a little too secure and there's yeah. a we just saw how that was a problem for Rand right it's true and Elaine is sort of exhibiting a similar perspective and so it but this was that sort of nice beat right of like yeah. uh getting to see how scary Mogedian is yes. again yes right um yeah, she starts telling Nynaeve, like, you and Elaine should go to Camelin. Like, she can be queen and you can help him. And sooner or later, they're going to figure out, like, 
you aren't making these discoveries honestly and then what do you think they're gonna do it's terrifying it's so this this, this beat is quite quite scary and she like Nynaeve is so like well. freaking yeah. out oh mm-hmm. even seeing it from a Nynaeve's perspective we can see what she's right. doing but we can see why Nynaeve might not see what she's doing right because she's so scared Right. And Elaine does have the bracelet on. She's just not in the room. So that's like triggering part of this fear as well. Oh, it's Um, really good. It's it's really, really good. good. It's so sinister. It's so great because we've gotten so much of Mogedian being like afraid of getting, of them making her feel like she's being switched or like, you know, washing dishes or whatever. Um, And this is like a nice reminder. Yeah. Yeah. That the Forsaken are not to be fucked with. That's right. Actually. And I did appreciate this moment where Nynaeve is like, you know, she she's like, I even though I distrusted her and even though I know all the things she said to me, it's still fucking terrifying. And that was like a nice moment of, you know, awareness. Uh, Like a a tiny moment, a tiny moment, teeny tiny moment of awareness. You can Um, read a hundred pages and get a teeny tiny moment of awareness as a treat. I just can't even. Uh, So then she has to like go copy. She's supposed to be copying notes for these two eyes to die. Yeah. Her walking through Saladar again, observing everyone. People are talking about the weather. Mm -hmm. There's this rumor about a white cloak army. um, Taking orders from Alita. And then somebody else is like, Alita's dead. We have like more beats of like the I said I don't believe them about the bubbles yes. of evil. Like yeah. annoying. Yeah. Um, she's sort of like there are some people, there's some dis distrust or like frustrations. And so you hear like somebody be like, I bet Alita's a great Amerlin. Um in a way that could easily be overheard. And yeah. Nynaeve is like, How did she find Saladar? Right. You're like, well. Turns out everybody's talking about everybody's it. Everybody's talking about it. Uh, so yes. <laughs> the hottest club is called Saladar. <laughs> Amazing. So she goes to find Brigitte. This was and such this a terrible a weird conversation. Interaction, I, like, right? I didn't understand this at all. No, no. She's like, Nynaeve is annoyed that Arena is like trying to be like Brigitte, I guess. I guess. I guess. And then Brigitte's know. acting like kind of a bitch. So yeah, I right. like... It's all very weird. Yeah. Yeah, she's like, Nynaeve is like, or Brigitte is making fun of Nynaeve. Um, and... Seemingly unnecessarily. Yeah. Like, yeah. she starts off by making fun of her. And I was like, why are you being like this? Right, right. And then Nynaeve is freaking out about the boys who Merrigan Magadian had been posing as their mother. And like, what yeah. happens when they start talking more? Anyway, so she's like, okay, Brigitte, can you get us horses? Like, because she's so freaked out by what happened yeah. with Magedian that it pushes her to finally try to make a move. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's insisting that Uno and like Tom and Julian and oh, she doesn't want anybody else involved. Yeah, it's like she wants Brigitte, Elaine, Nynaeve. Like, yeah. that's it. And maybe this other random woman, which is weird. Right, right, yeah. And and Nynaeve is, or Brigitte, excuse me, it's like, I don't understand your problem with Uno. Like, he's gonna, he's like here to protect you. Like, what's the problem? Um, and Nynaeve like literally cannot explain why. Yeah. And so Brigitte is like, I'll get horses, but like Elaine is the one who's gonna tell me why I should do this and it's why weird. we're not taking Uno, which again, is like a weird interaction. Like, the whole it's thing weird, is weird because 
we've seen Brigitte be far more um, attuned to people yeah. and be able to read people. And so for her not to see how distressed Nynaeve is here yeah. felt very strange that she didn't pick up on sort of the real, especially when it's someone, she is someone who who did read Nynaeve well yeah. earlier I mean- on. We do get this line where she says, like, what's wrong? You look like your best friend died and cursed you with her last breath. But, But, like, she's not actually behaving as if she understands the vibe. Yeah. Like, she's behaving like kind of an asshole. Yeah. And so Nynaeve, you know, when she's like, well, if Elaine tells me. And then Nynaeve's like, could you eavesdrop on the the hall to find out what's happening? And Brigitte's like, absolutely not. Right. Absolutely fucking no. A million times no. Yeah. I tried that one time and I'll never do it again. Right. But it was also like a really aggressive, strange yes. interaction. Yeah. Like no. I didn't understand why this interaction was so heightened on, on Birgit's side. Right. Like Nynaeve's right. side, I understand. She's going through something. She's just had this like terrifying right. moment with Mogeny. And Birgit, I'm like, why are you being so right. shitty to her? Yeah. Because Robert Jordan can't have women behaving nicely oh, to I each know. other. That's why. As, as evidenced by this next bit. Yeah, this is bananas. Also, I was like, when did this happen? So Nicola, who is one of the women who they like mm-hmm. met on the boat to Saladar and like came with them. She like suddenly hates them or she's like super weird about them. It's like so strange. Yeah. And she like comes to get Nynaeve and is being very like smirky about it literally all that comes out of this is her being kind of shitty to Nynaeve about yeah. these two eyes to die that she's supposed to be copying for mm-hmm. um and trying to like Nynaeve just keeps being like she's walking the line between you know propriety Respect and, and yeah yeah and like she's just she just kind of sucks yeah yeah for no reason that we know of right no and it, there's like this thing where you know they try to explain it as well she thought they were eyes to die and now that she's found out that they're not like but I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't buy it. I don't, it feels a little out of nowhere. It's a weak, weak reasoning. Yeah. Um. Then you have, because at, at the end of the day, they still saved them. Right. right. So like, it seems very like. Yeah. Seems weird. Very weird. Um. So then she goes to these two Aes Sedai, Janya and Delana. There's, she's both been told to like write quickly and write slowly for each of them. Like she's getting mm. these counter things. She's a little worried because they're pretty intense and scary. Um, and then she gets there and there's actually nothing to be copied. They sit her down with some tea and just start interrogating her about Rand. Right. Right. Which again, they've been doing this. Yeah. This is, I don't understand why this is here. Like, we is don't... it just to show us that they're like at the end of their rope? Like they don't know what else to do? Yeah. I guess. Like, is it, it's, it's again, just driving home how inactive the hall is and how inept they are. Like, I don't, are I don't know why we need part of the hall though. Like, or sorry, the Salidar rebels, yeah, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Um, but like how I, I just don't understand why we needed like a hundred pages to tell us no. how absurd the Aes Sedai are. Like right. I, I don't understand because like Nynaeve's like, I've told you everything. Right. right. Yeah. And they're like, no, you didn't try harder. It's like, what is she supposed to do? Yeah. Right. It it didn't make any sense to me. Like it no. was an impossible situation. Yeah. And then we're back to this weird situation with Theodrin. She is like supposed to be having a lesson with her. And so she goes over there and she discovers that it's like 
you know, right near mm-hmm. where the hall is meeting. And so she decides she's like, she's like, well, I can't magically eavesdrop. So I'm going to crawl into this alleyway. Uh, and there's and- this like painful beat right where she's like she's not brave like Brigitte she's a coward I'm so tired of this repeated beat though I'm like, so she tired of it because we got this over and over this, again I think though in the, in last the context book. of the Mogedian moment worked for me like yeah. it works for me in the context of someone who has just dealt with not only Mogedian but this like basically like hours long interrogation right from these eyes to die and like having had been treated poorly from everyone sure for the last you know couple several hours like it worked for me even if those previous beats didn't work right for her to think this in this moment I understand it I yeah and it might have had more impact if he hadn't done it so many times no, in the last I agree. book it came up over and over and over it's agree. like the joke about Matt and Perrin and Rand each thinking the other one yeah, good with women like this thing about like who thinks who is brave and like can, yeah can, can we just move on from this it's not doing I know anything. I know so anyway <sighs> um, I'm just really tired of it uh that's literally what my, what my note says tired of this um, I think the only interesting part of it and the only difference though is the line the world had taught her better hmm. because that to me is her perception of how she's interacted with the world mm. and what lessons she is learning, which is really sad to think That's about. Fair. That's fair. Uh, so she actually does manage to eavesdrop. Yeah, but we don't get any fucking answers. <laughs> no, we hear T- Tarna being like, so that's the message you want me to carry? Um, and they're like bickering over calling themselves the hall and... We don't know what the message is. Like no, Nynaeve was know. just too too late to actually hear what the message is. Um, but they basically are like, she can, Aleda can wait. Right. If she wants a real answer, she can wait. But this right. is what we have. Right. Um, and then so that other, the other I Sedai from Aleda goes off. And then they have this other conversation where they've clearly made a decision about something that is very important, but we yep. don't know what it is. Yeah. They're talking about a her Mm-hmm. a biddable a, child a biddable child um yeah. and how if if they slip or if they screw this up in any way they're all dead mm-hmm. but we don't know what it is or who the her is though i think i do remember yeah i definitely um, remember this bit so we'll see uh and then the word goes out and naive freaks out and then um theodrin is like there right right behind her in this alley or whatever I did kind of like this interaction where Theodrin's like, so have you been keeping calm? <laughs> <laughs> it made me laugh a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i just suspicious now of all of these interactions. Extremely Because like I, I don't understand anybody's motivations anymore. So Theodrin, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know that I trust her because she yeah. is so, she seems to be competent. Yes. And seems to and be nice. like a normal person. Yeah. So that must mean something is deeply wrong with her, right? Right. Um, yeah. And then at this, this chapter ends with this, um, neither saw the woman watching them from a second story window. So like, okay, dun, dun, dun. I just, God, that was rough. Yeah. It was rough. It's not good. I am not looking forward to more extremely long chapters in which very little actually happens. Yeah. Like, give me some action. Yeah. 
Yeah, or new information. New or information. new information. Yeah. Like, this is just like, okay, we know. We know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, he's doing so much reintroducing in this book. And I really yes. wonder if it actually was, like, an instruction from the editors. Like, okay, you have to remind everybody what's going on. But I think There's that was like a mistake. There's a little bit of that. But, like, this seems wild for, yeah. like, no, like how long was it between books... Um, five and six coming wow. out i don't think it was that long right right um i'm like typing it in right now while we're talking but i feel like it couldn't have possibly been that wrong to warrant the amount of um whatchamacallit so like fires of heaven came out in night in october literally a year october 15 1993 october 15 1994 yeah. I don't know. One them. year does not warrant yeah. the amount of re reintroducing, reacclimating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That this is doing. Yeah. Like it just doesn't. Well, you know, we know that he would never use 10 words when he could use a hundred or a thousand. So, <laughs> uh, so we're editor, just, I think we're just you? in for this now. I think this is like we've hit it. This is I just what our lives this are. This is now. what our lives are now. This is what this podcast is now. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We're gonna be finding the good parts that we like. I guess that's it. We'll find yeah. the parts that we really like and focus on those. Yeah, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Huh. All right. All right. Oh, what chapters are we doing next? Are we doing four again? Oh, is that a hundred? Why pages? are we so bad at this? I don't know. I every time I'm like, we'll decide that before we start recording, and then we don't. Nope. All right, 320 to 420 is what? Okay, yeah, so it's 13. Oh, it's actually more. It's 13 through 18. Okay, for me. Well, at least they're shorter chapters. Yeah, seems like. Maybe some things will happen. Perhaps. Fingers crossed. Everybody hope for us. Yeah. Please. Uh, okay, so yes. Yeah. So next episode, we'll be talking chapters 13 through 18. Episodes come out every other Wednesday-ish. <laughs> and you can follow along with us on, if you look on social media for the hashtag Tarvelin or Bust, you can find some chatter there. Mm-hmm. And a big thank you to Brian Dunn, our fellow Wheel of Time fan and musician, who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast. You can find more of his work at briandunnmusic.net. That's Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's. And as always, if you're enjoying the show, please do leave us a review and or rating on the podcast platform of your choice. We did get one. folks. Oh, we got one. We yeah, got one. We love them so much. We so do. Much. We do. Don't start playing. I just want to see the review. <laughs> Um, it was from Kloppa 100. Uh, super funny and just enough of a recap. <laughs> I found this podcast after hearing them on the podcast X-Ray Vision. Highly recommend this recap helps me understand why I binged the books last year when the Amazon show came out, but also why I sometimes hate the characters. <laughs> Yes, truly the writing and editor editing experience leads to a whole new understanding of Robert Jordan's works. Thanks for the show. Thank you. Oh, that's lovely. That's so nice. <laughs> Thank you for the review. We like it. Uh, we do appreciate it. I feel very seen. I feel very seen. Yes. Um, and you can also find us on social media and other podcasts. You can find me on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. Obviously, you maybe heard me a preview talking on one of the podcasts for Book Riot, so you can find me over there. 
Um, you can find me on all social medias for the most part at Run With Skizzers, S-K-I-Z-Z-E-R-S. Um, you can also find me on the podcast, They See Geek Girls. This week we are talking about Ms. Marvel finally. So that'll be up later this week. Um, and yeah, that's that's the big stuff, I think. Oh, that's me. You can also <laughs> find us. Sorry. <laughs> you can also find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Valen or bust. We have a very good time in our discord talking about how angry we are at these books right now <laughs> and how wrong and- <laughs> I am about everything. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> All right. So many thanks to our patrons. Johanna R. Christina M, Lizzie R, Kate G, Erica, Kat, Ariel, Holly B, Elizabeth M, Ryan M, Zach H, Eleanor, Justin H, Fred, Robin, Lisa D, Ian Z, Jordan Z, Greg G, Saga N, Josh S, Robert J, Ben P, G Todd, RD, P Footy, Ross P, Tobin T, Megan, David N, Ariel B, Amy A, Michael, Linnea M, Lindsay W, Julie, Daniel G, Dan B, John A, Clara H, Carly, Brendan O, Mary, Akil A, Caroline P, Joe E, James K, Mathis, Joseph S, Ryan M, Sarah R, Kelly T, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, Dre, M Lethem, Janae H, Jennifer P, Christina G, Chaitali S, Charlie E, Arcade, Stephen S, James, Ruth A, Jetlag Jessica, Mandarb the girl, not the horse. David U, Amy R, Meridim, Mimi K, Amanda, Mark D, Heather J, Christina M, Malia H, Keith, Sirius G, Olivia K, Joshua S, Nicholas E, Michelle S, Michelle D, Destination Toast, MJ, Kat S, Jericho W, Saber Bouquet, Thomas K, Elizabeth F, Emily, Evans K, Ola J, Yulia S, Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. Bye!